I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. KMLE FM and HD1 Chandler Phoenix. Your start of the day with Gunner and Cheyenne. Powered by NoBullRam.com. Now, please pause while we salute America. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars Fight all the ramparts we watched were so gallantly straining in the rocket's red glare, the bombs bursting in gay proof through the night. That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave From the national anthem, even hearing that, I, all, I, all I think of when I hear her voice is, "Where are you, Christmas?" From the Grinch. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. I get that. <laughs> Welcome to Thursday, August the eighteenth, twenty twenty-two. It's Gutter and Cheyenne. Appreciate you having us on this morning. Uh, ASU back to school today. Oh, first day of classes. And uh, they have set a new enrollment record over there at ASU. That's awesome. 140,000. Oh, my gosh. 759 uh, uh, students registered for fall classes. Wow. They have so many kids on campus. They have 400-plus students in hotels because there's a shortage in student housing. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Rolling like crazy over there. Isn't ASU one of the uh, top party schools, too? That's uh, like, what I've heard, yes. Everybody's like, I'm going to ASU! <laughs> Be a sun devil. Force up. 
But uh, welcome back to school uh, to you kiddos over there at ASU. And I think Arizona's back today, too. Wildcats? Oh, yeah. I think so. Just back to school. I have no idea. All right. <laughs> uh, we do. Uh, here's an idea we have. Actually, this is something we know. Russell Dickerson is coming to town December 1st, 2022. It's a She Likes It tour. Drew Green is on the tour. It'll be at the Van Buren. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m. You'll shout out free tickets right now at the Morning Riddle. Just be calling a break with the correct answer, and uh, you are going. Here's the riddle. What types of words are these? Madam, civic, I, and level. What types of words are these? Madam, civic, I, and level. There's a word for the type of words those are. Why is one of your eyes closed and twitching? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> What types of words are these? Madam, civic, I, and level. Good luck to you. As always, if you think you know it, you can text us at 2218. If you want the Russell Dickerson tickets, call in number eight right now at 602-894-5653. 602-894-5653. Keep in mind that is a new contest line for us here at Camel. 602 894 Five six five three. The correct answer to the riddle here in six minutes on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, hope your morning is off to a great start. Really appreciate you having us on today. We have a chance of showers and thunderstorms later this afternoon, possibly in time for that evening commute. It'll suck. But uh, other than that, high here one hundred and one. All right. All right. Let's get you the answer to the morning riddle. Uh, Russell Dickerson tickets on the line. Uh, what types of words are these? Madam, civic, I, and level. What types of words are these? Madam, civic, I, and level. Uh, Cheyenne, you have a guess? Uh, no. No, not even a guess. Not even a guess. And I don't think anybody's surprised to hear that. I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> None. Uh, some of the incorrect guesses kept it in on text to 22108. Uh, text with the 602 nouns. No. Okay. Uh, text the 40, no, double vowed, um, vowed, double voweled. No, text the 425, anagrams. No, text the 602, old concepts that have been forgotten. <laughs> madam, civic, I, yeah, All right. yeah, I get that. Yes, madam. <laughs> uh, let's head out to uh, Gilbert, say good morning to Megan. Hi, Megan. Good morning. How are you guys? We're well. How are you? I am great. I just got off work. Off work? What do you do, what do, you do overnight? Um, I am a dispatcher for the fire department. Oh, wow. you are awesome. And I'm actually going out on maternity leave. This is my last shift. Congratulations. <laughs> When's the, uh, the baby due? Thank you. I'm having a C-section on September 6th. Okay. Take a little wow. bit of time before the, uh, the old C-section there. Yep. All right. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, congratulations Thank there. You. Hey, uh, Megan, what do you think the answer to the morning riddle is? What types of words are these? Madam, civic, I, and level. They're palindromes. Uh, they're palindromes. Hey, Cheyenne's like, what's a palindrome? What is that? It's, uh, <laughs> it's when the word reads the same forward and backward. Oh. Madam, M-A-D-A-M, civic, C-I-V-I-C, I-E-Y-E, level, L-E-V-E-L. They can read the same forward or backward. You heard that with like dates and stuff, yeah. right? The palindrome day. 
Uh, but those are, uh, it also plays with words. So wow. nice, nicely done, Megan and Gilbert. You're heading to see Russell Dickerson. He'll be in town at the Van Buren December 1st. Tickets go on sale tomorrow morning, awesome. but uh, you have one tickets before you can even buy them. How about that? That is so awesome. I love Russell Dickerson. <laughs> oh, he's so much fun. All right, Megan, hang on. And uh, you should be, uh, you'll have to find a babysitter now. Yes, you will. Trying to do the date. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, Megan. We'll do it again tomorrow morning at 6 right here on Campbell Country 107.9. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. I think that is the longest song we play. It is. Five minutes, 10 seconds. <laughs> I remember back in college radio, uh, 2005, I think it was, up in Washington State, we were playing CDs. CD here, 40th birthday of the CD yesterday. Yeah. Uh, two CDs, and then we had uh, carts to play like the uh, the sweepers in between the songs. It's like, Camel Country, 1079. Yeah. Uh, so we CD would end, hit the other cart, play the sweeper in between, then hit the next song, right? <laughs> yeah. But when you had to pee, you had to find the longest <laughs> song you could find. Because you had to be present. That's right. So that would be a song that I would play if I had to go run pee. I would pee. I go pee. A bathroom song. Yeah, where's that Taylor all too well? Five minutes. Well, then if number two came running, i going to find an even longer song. I don't know how to do that. I don't, I don't think that ever. I was pooed at home. So I never had to worry about that. Uh, coming up, there's a new trend in weddings that I'm wondering if anybody's ever been to a wedding that was a part of this new trend amongst weddings. Okay. Okay, tell you what that trend is coming up next here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, have you ever been to a themed wedding? Like a wedding that's got a theme, you know, beyond the uh, the obvious wedding thing. <laughs> you mean love? <laughs> Apparently it's becoming more and more a thing. And, and I'm wondering for people that don't like going to weddings, do you think that going to a themed wedding would be a harder sell? Or an easier oh. sell? I am not the person to ask that question to because I love weddings. You love all weddings. Uh, yeah. Even if it's just a, uh, an exchanging of vows in Vegas. You yeah. love all weddings. I love weddings. Uh, 40% of people, according to a new poll, say that they have been to some kind of a themed wedding. And 44% of people say they've been uh, that themed weddings can be fun and create great memories. I could see that. That makes sense. If you've ever been to a themed wedding, uh, text us to 221 away. What was the theme? And did you enjoy it? I've never been to a themed wedding. Here that I can are think of. Um, some wedding themes that adults would like to attend. Okay. <laughs> they would like to, so they haven't yet. Well, okay. What is a themed wedding? Like, what wedding, What theme at a wedding would you like to attend? Think about it. Um, I think uh, like a Halloween themed wedding would be cool. Like, if I had two friends that were, like, crazy into Halloween, so it was very dark colors and there's pumpkins, I think that would be really cool. And everybody dressed up in, in uh, costume as well, or yeah, no? I don't know about that part, but... So, you, you... If it was on the invitation to dress up, I would, but... You'd rather show up in street clothes? I mean, I would rather... just watch everybody else? Like, wear a dress, but... Dracula, get married to Miss Dracula, or whatever. I think that would be so cool. That'd be pretty sweet. I would go to uh, that. The number one wedding, very much on that theme, Cheyenne, is fantasy. Uh, that is the theme that adults would like to go attend. A wedding that they would like to attend with that theme. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, Star Trek. <laughs> Examples. Number two is music-themed weddings. Rock and roll, pop, or disco. No country in there. Interesting. Number three, okay. Disney. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Cinderella, Mickey Mouse, Lion King. Themed weddings. 
Number four, action heroes like Marvel, comics, superheroes, or Lego characters. Okay. Number five, 80s era. Number six, medieval. <laughs> medieval. <laughs> like Renaissance? Yeah. That would be amazing. I would go to that. I feel like weddings are expensive <laughs> enough, and you're going to go put the money into like buying these armored suits for everybody <laughs> and swords. Everybody must be an armored suit. <laughs> Armored suit and tie. <laughs> uh, number seven is fast food themed, like yeah. KFC, Pizza Hut, Subway, or McDonald's. Nope. Nope. Don't like that. Why? I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, number eight is sports themed, like football, basketball, tennis, or golf. Number nine, 70s era. Number uh, 10, 90s era. I don't oh, like the era. The era things I don't like. It sounds like a birthday party well, to me. I mean, I... It's not like like eighties. Well, okay, when was the disco era? Was that seventies? Like where everybody's wearing uh, you know bright colors and bell bottoms, headbands, bell bottoms. I think that was the seventies. But still, that just feels so birthday party themed to me. And if you've done this, no offense, it just feels very birthday party ish to me. Cheyenne is making fun of your. No, I'm your not. Theme. I if you're happily married, I'm so jazzed <laughs> for you. I just feel like themes. It's like you're just adding expenses to what it's already <laughs> super expensive. I mean, you have to buy decorations anyways you're buying stuff I anyways know, but I mean, specific if you can do a themed wedding you gotta do it right no, I mean, what would be right to you you can't half rear end it you know <laughs> some words that I wish I could say <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to a themed wedding what was the theme maybe it was your own wedding uh, you can text us at 2218 we're gonna get to your stories coming up next Gunner and Cheyenne on demand have you ever been to a themed wedding a lot of you have and we're gonna get to your text here in just a moment uh, but 40% of people say they've been to some kind of a themed wedding in the past. 44% of people say that themed weddings can create great memories. And I'm still kind of on the fence as far as people that hate weddings. Is going to a themed wedding a harder sell to get them to go to or an easier sell? I feel like it would be easier. Like, I love weddings, so, like, I'm going to go. But right. if I didn't, I think that that would make it easier. Right. Because then you're going to have to dress up and participate in the theme. <laughs> Normally, you could just go and sit. It'd be a wallflower. Have a free beer or two, <laughs> free food. But then you go, you go to a themed wedding, and then you're being asked to dress up. So I think it, I think it'll land on harder sell for people that don't that dislike weddings. I see your point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Texture coming in at two two one away from uh, you, Campbell Nation of themed weddings that you went to, uh, or maybe it was your own. Got a few of those in here. Uh, text from the 480. Our wedding was camouflage themed. We are avid hunters. Everyone was uh, was to wear something camouflaged. I love we that. We had it at a bar. We've been married almost 10 years now. That's awesome. And people still talk about it. It was a blast. Oh. See, that's that's the dream is people still talk about how great and fun your wedding was. Yeah, even 10 years later. Yeah. Yeah. Text with the 623. We had a pirate themed wedding. <laughs> Stop it. Are you going to marry me? Are you serious? <laughs> That's amazing. Text the 480. Yes, I, uh, an Old West theme. And we even had an Old West gunfight. It was a blast, pun intended. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Text the 626. Went to a Disney-themed wedding across the street from Disneyland. Minnie and Mickey showed up to the reception. Oh, I love that. It must have been a spendy wedding. Yeah. Have you had those Disney weddings, man? Oh, man. Oh. I mean, I would spend the money for sure, but oh boy. Uh, text the 623. I used to be a wedding photographer. One time I shot a steampunk we- Western wedding. 
I don't know what that is. Uh, and also, I did a Halloween wedding one time. That's cool. That's um, really cool. Text from the 480. We had a themed wedding. We met swing dancing, so our theme was 1920s. All the bridesmaids were in flapper dresses. And all the guys wore suspenders. The guests were invited to dress up as well. I do love that. That is an era I could get behind. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I texted the 480, went to a wedding that was 50s themed. Uh, the bride made her dress, and the bridesmaids' dresses were all polka dotted red. Oh, that's cute. The men dressed in top hats and suits. Okay. I uh, texted the 602, my dad's wedding. We were all saloon girls. You. You were a saloon girl at your dad's wedding? Well, cool. I mean, he's obviously married again. You know? <laughs> oh, I know that. People have second weddings. I know that. <laughs> it would be odd for me. I would be like, I'm not. No. A saloon girl? What is that? Just a frilly no. top that comes down past? Yeah, it's just yeah, a it's lot just of the- vavoom up there. <laughs> and I would just feel really weird about it. But good for you. Dad had his daughters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would be like, ah, dad, <laughs> <laughs> Text of the 480, my, my wedding was country themed. All the bridesmaids wore boots and the dresses uh, with their dresses. Love that look. Yeah. I love that look. I uh, wore boots with my wedding dress, encouraged guests to wear boots and jeans and button up shirts and cowboy hats. Uh, all of our decorations were country, western, and all handmade. Oh, I love that. Text of the 575, my wife and I got married in Vegas on Halloween on Fremont Street. It had its own theme. Oh, oh well. <laughs> Was Vegas? <laughs> the theme was the venue. No, the free the, the theme was freak show. <laughs> Bit of Fremont Street. Come on, <laughs> Texas the six out two. My friend had a superhero and villain wedding. Oh. Her dad was dressed as the Wolverine and walked her down the aisle dressed as Harley Quinn, and the groom was dressed as Deadpool. <laughs> it was a very fun, amazing wedding. That sounds fantastic. Texas the six out two. My sister had a Beauty and the Best uh, and the Beast themed wedding. It was so pretty. Every guest went home with a miniature glass rose. Oh, I love that. Section 623 went to a wedding at the Renaissance Fair. My wife and I were in the wedding, so we had to dress up. It was pretty fun. See, that's I like Renaissance. I think that's so cool. Section 602, I've been to two themed weddings. One was Halloween burlesque. Ooh. And the second one was Renaissance. That's so cool. I really do. I would love to go to a Halloween themed wedding. Weddings are fun, but yeah. I mean... Unless you're like stuck doing, <laughs> having to wear a costume or something, then you'd be dragging me to that wedding. <laughs> I, I, uh, Kicking not, and screaming. I don't get excited over that. I mean, the themes are cool, yeah. but I just want to attend and watch. Don't make me dress up. <laughs> Here's Sam Hunt. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, the countdown is on to Super Bowl 57 out in Glendale. And yeah, we will be down to one day for the Super Bowl at some point. But uh, already, I mean, as I mentioned, what, 50, uh, what did I even say? How many days? Uh, you just said the countdown was on. Oh, okay. Six months. About six months away from uh, Super Bowl 57. Okay. Uh, and already, Phoenix area hotels are selling out. No way. According to an article recently in the uh, uh, AZ Central. How is that even possible? You don't even know who's going to the Super yeah. Bowl yet. <laughs> You're just going to go are. to the Super Bowl to go to the Super well, Bowl, I guess? I, a lot of people do. Oh. You know, it's a big game. You can bet on it. It's... Uh, there's a lot of fanfare around it. I guess you're right. Yeah. You know? Or they uh, buy the rooms and mark them up, sell them for a markup once the teams are known. You know, like if the uh, the Rams are going against uh, whoever, they then sell those hotel. I don't. Is that even legal? I don't, I don't even know. think you can do that. No idea. <laughs>
Regardless, either way, six months out, most yeah. hotel rooms in Phoenix are sold out. Even outlying areas like uh, Buckeye, Happy Valley, Queen Creek showed no availability during a check of the hotel chain's reservations websites in early August. And hotel chain, hotel chains we're talking about Hilton, Marriott, IHG. Uh, there was a room at the Hilton Garden Inn in Phoenix Midtown, which is 17 miles from State Farm Stadium. Showed a rate of 1114 per night. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my, oh my gosh. Uh, of course, the uh, Phoenix Open is also happening that weekend. Oh, that's so right. So a lot of people are coming in uh, for that as well. It's going to be an action-packed weekend. Oh, my gosh. The hustle and bustle of this city is going to be insane. What do I am curious, though. Like, the last time the Super Bowl was in Phoenix was in 2015. The uh, time before that was 2008. So, I mean, the Super Bowl has been here a good number of times. So, Camel Nation, living here in the Valley during a Super Bowl when it's in town, what do you do? Do you watch the Super Bowl at home? Do you even partake in the festivities downtown? Uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes on downtown. They got the um, the NFL uh, experience at the convention center. Uh-huh. They got a lot of stuff going on in uh, at Westgate out there in Glendale. Do you watch the game? Do you watch it at home? Do you go to a party? Do you go to a bar? What do, what do you do when the Super Bowl's in town? Because this is going to be the first time that we are living here in the Valley when there is a Super Bowl in our backyard. Yeah. And I, like, I've never been in a host city before, so I don't know. I, I mean, mean I, and I, I really care. But. I came in a t- as a tourist in 2015. I drove down from Washington State. And uh, I, I came downtown. They, did, they had a lot of stuff right outside uh, the Footprint Center. It was called, called something else uh, when I came. And also at Westgate, they had concerts out to where they're building that uh, the new water park out yeah. there across from the stadium. That's cool. They have like the whole little concert series thing going on. Yeah, there's That's a lot cool. of I, I went and saw Kevin Hart down here at uh, Arizona Federal. No way. I think it was something different. Called something different. <laughs> In 2015, <laughs> everything's changing names. Yeah. But I saw Kevin Hart when I came to town. Oh, that's cool. There was just love, uh, lots of stuff. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Going on when the Super Bowl is in town. And yeah, it probably caters a lot to out-of-towners, right? And tourists that come to town. Yeah. Because uh, there are a lot of tourists that come to town. Uh, Ducey said the 2015 Super Bowl 
drew 120,000 out-of-state visitors and had a $720 million economic impact. Wow. So as a local, Camel Nation, what do you do when the Super Bowl's in town? Love to hear what uh, what you've done in the past, maybe what your plan is this year. Watching it at home, going to a party, what have you. You can text us at 2210. We'll get to your text coming up. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Uh, we're talking about the Super Bowl, which is going to be right here in the Valley, coming up in about six months. Super Bowl 57. The hope, the dream, the wish, the prayer would be that uh, our Arizona Cardinals would be playing a home Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely. The last two Super Bowls have featured the home team, the Buccaneers, two years ago. Last year was the L.A. Rams. So uh, let's just kind of keep that rolling. It's a good theme. It's a good uh, pattern that I like. Yeah. <laughs> so let's say, uh, I mean, I, I guess we'd be a lot more into it. If the Cardinals were in the Super Bowl. Yeah, totally. But let's say the Cardinals aren't. Okay. Like 2015, the Cardinals weren't. 2008, the Cardinals weren't. Those two years, uh, were uh, there was a Super Bowl right here in the Valley out there in Glendale, the State Farm Stadium. So as a local uh, Camel Nation, what do you do when the Super Bowl's in town? Because, I mean, it seems like an exciting thing for a city to host. We're from the Pacific Northwest. I grew up in Seattle. Seattle has not once had a Super Bowl. Really? It's an outdoor stadium. They have a thing about, uh, you know, they don't want the Super Bowl to be rained out. They want to. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So there's rules against it for for whatever reason, it being in Seattle, you know, outside from the rain. But um, I've never been living in a city that has hosted the Super Bowl. So what do you do when the Super Bowl's in town? Do you you partake in all the festivities? Do you just watch it at home? Do you care? A lot of texts are coming in at 2218. And for the most part, Everybody leaves town. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, it kind of makes sense with how many people come into town for it. I yeah. get it. Uh, text to the 760. We run far, far away. <laughs> so text, where are you going? Text to the 602. Absolutely not. Avoid it all, <laughs> avoid it all like the plague. <laughs> uh, text to the 480. I'm going to be living my boring life and complaining about traffic. <laughs> Weird. Me too. Yeah, because you got the Super Bowl and the uh, Phoenix Open going yeah. on that same weekend. Uh, and this is making news today because uh, there was a recent article in AZ Central saying that most of the hotels that weekend in the Valley are already sold out. What few hotels do have rooms available, they're at about 1000 bucks a night. That is so expensive yeah. for a hotel room. I uh, text the 602. I stay home and barbecue and drink and watch football with the family. Oh, that sounds fun. I uh, text the 623. In 2015, when the Super Bowl was here, I went to a concert series at the Footprint Center uh, back when it was called the U.S. Airways Center. U.S. Airways. How many names has that little um, place gone through? No, it's been through quite a few. <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, Texas the 650. My buddy said he made a few thousand dollars Ubering for the three days at the Super Bowl in Phoenix Open back in 2015. Oh, my gosh. So that's what I'll be doing Friday and Saturday this year or next year. Yeah, that's smart. Text the 602. Rent out your house for lots of cash. Ooh. Yeah, if I had a house out there in Glendale, I totally would do that. Yeah. I live opposite side of the valley. <laughs> I, I guarantee you somebody would still rent it, though. Really? Oh, totally. Mm. I would almost be willing to put money on that. And I'm not a gambler. So that tells you something. Text with the 602. We do the NFL experience when it's here. It's worth the money. So that's what they do at the convention center, which I, I went and did that when I drove down here in 2015 because the Seahawks 
you know, grew up in the Pacific Northwest. I was a Seahawks fan, and, you know, I drove down here and uh, when the Seahawks were playing the Patriots here in 2015, uh-huh. did the NFL experience, which that's fun. What is it? Like, what do they do? Like, they set up, uh, like, a football field and kick field goals. Oh, that's cool. You can, there's all sorts of, like, um, things you can do. I don't remember. That's, that's probably, cool, though. That sounds memory. fun. That was seven years ago. <laughs> Might as well have been 200 years ago at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Next to the four, you know, you make lots of money bartending. Oh. She could do that. Yeah. Uh, Texted the 602. I took my son to the NFL experience back in 2015, attended a few parties. This year is a season ticket holder for the Cardinals. I got chosen for tickets. Uh, the NFL wants $6,500 per Super Bowl ticket. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. $1,000 for one? And you don't even know the teams. No. I'm sorry, <laughs> but no. $6,500 for a Super Bowl ticket. And that's not even marked up. I can't even. I can't that get behind that. At cost of the NFL. Ugh. That's crazy. No. I appreciate you having us on this morning. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, speaking of beer, uh, Miller High Life, they are selling alcohol alcoholic ice cream bars they taste like a dive bar uh, these uh ice cream germs. bars so germs are uh germs you said it tastes like a dive bar that sounds very germy to me well i'd assume it tastes like what a dive bar would smell like like old and stale Ugh. beer maybe i don't know <laughs> the ice cream bars are uh five percent alcohol okay they're supposed to taste like the dive bar uh, so, what are the flavors? Has a hint of tobacco smoke. Ah! Uh, there's another flavor. Uh, that's a gooey caramel swirl that is supposed to represent a sticky floor. Uh, that is. <laughs> there's another one that's a peanut swirl because any good dive bar has free peanuts. <laughs> So we're going to wrap back around to the germs. <laughs> I don't get the germ mention. What's the How germ do you thing? not understand that? You can have a good, clean dive bar. I mean, you can, but it's just so grimy. Some Like, the majority of dive bars I've been in are grimy and they're dirty. Hence, dive bar. They're just gross. Yeah. That's and what free makes, peanuts on the counter? That just screams that's makes germs. Them, that's what makes them good. I mean, if you want to go with germs, but I mean, whatever you want to... <laughs> However you want to describe a dive bar, I'm in. I love dive bars. Uh, the first ice cream bar was the original Klondike bar. That came out 100 years ago, back in 1922. Really? Uh, Miller High Life jumping on the uh, the anniversary bandwagon. So they're going to be doing these dive bar ice cream bars. Uh, you can buy them at tipsyscoop.com. For, uh, you can get a six-pack of them for $36. For $36? $6 an ice cream bar. But I'm like, I, I've never been motivated to try some sort of an alcoholic food thing. Like, if you're going to drink, drink. I see your point. I would try a beer-flavored ice cream. I would be totally about that. This just sounds disgusting. But but you're not eating that beer-flavored ice cream to get drunk. No. You're eating the beer-flavored ice cream for the taste. Yeah. I would try that. I'm not saying I would crave it, but I would try it. Are you also the type that drinks the non-alcoholic Heineken? No. <laughs> No, I don't do that. <laughs> no. I'm like, if you want beer, drink beer. Maybe I just want the flavor. <laughs> I'm not a, and, I'm, and ice cream. I'm going to stick with a good old-fashioned fudge bar <laughs> and then enjoy a Coors Light or a, you know, a Coors Light on the side. Right after, yeah. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand.
Well, we were talking about Miller High Life selling ice cream bars that are 5% alcohol that are supposed to taste like a dive bar. Um, we could dissect that, you know, two different ways. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the dive bar thing. I mean, what the heck? <laughs> but uh, the the beer-flavored ice cream that has alcohol in it, I feel that, I, I feel it's the same way as like those little slushy pops, those otter pops, the alcoholic otter pops. Yeah, I love that. When I drink, I drink to get drunk. <laughs> At least you're honest about it. I know. It. <laughs> that, that's how I am. I don't want to have, you know, take 20 of those Otter Pops to the face just to get a little buzz going. That's so much sugar. That's true. That is valid. Somebody texted, text the 360, uh, try a root beer float with it's not your father's root beer. Oh, that sounds delightful. I replied. I said, do you get a buzz at all? <laughs> Uh, and they, uh, they said, yes, you do. I was hesitant at first, but it's really good. But again, man, I feel like I'd have to take 10 of those, you know, just to be able to get something going. I think you should give it a shot. And then I'd, ha- I'd have a question in my mind. Am I on a sugar high? Or is this alcohol? Or is this an actual buzz? Yeah. I don't want to have that question in my mind when I'm drinking. I don't know if I'm just, yeah, because of the sugar or the booze. <laughs> I don't feel like you need to have that question in your mind. What a conundrum that yeah. would be. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Appreciate you having us on this morning. Uh, you can always text us at any time at 22108. Um, still a lot of texts coming in on the Super Bowl thing. Super Bowl's in Glendale. Uh, in 2023, so this next upcoming football season, uh, Super Bowl is going to be here in the Valley, as is the Phoenix Open, all happening on the same weekend. Uh, there were a lot of people saying they're just leaving town, <laughs> you know, because that was a question we had earlier. What do you do as a local when the Super Bowl is in town and your team is not playing? Yeah. Do you watch it at home? Do you get excited? Do you partake in the Super Bowl festivities, which a lot of people do? Uh, a lot of people just sit at home. A lot of people leave town. Um, there was another story in AZ Central about uh, people airbnb out their house that week. That makes sense, especially if you're already planning on not being here. You might as well make some money on it. Yeah, and I think we had mentioned something about you. You mentioned me, having me Airbnb my house out yeah. during Super Bowl week. But I was like, I'm in the East Valley. That makes no sense with the Super Bowl's in Glendale. But um, there's somebody that texted in saying that they live right next to the stadium and nobody in their neighborhood Airbnb's their house out, and they're right next to the stadium. But why? Why don't they? Let's see. That's interesting. You would think that would be a prime spot. Oh, dude! If you could see the stadium from your house in Glendale, yeah, and the amount of people that come to town with money for the Super Bowl, I mean, you could probably make like six months of your mortgage payments, yeah, in one week. That would be nice. I so, still think, even though you're in the East Valley, I still think you should Airbnb it out. People would totally pay for that. And somebody did mention that. They said, aside from the Super Bowl in Glendale, most of the festivities for the Super Bowl happen in the East Valley, which I, I don't know what those are. But if if you do Airbnb, Airbnb your house out for Super Bowl or Phoenix Open, I mean, how much money do you make in a week? And what area are you in, too? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm on the fence. At first, I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Because, I mean, I still we still work that week. Yeah, yeah, we you know? do. Where am I going to stay? We already mentioned all the hotels in the Valley are already sold out. Hi, you can stay with me. <laughs> uh, where am I going to stay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I won't be in a house by then, okay? Because you're, uh, you're in a little two-bedroom apartment now. <laughs> you're my family of four. It would be a good with time. You. It, would be, 
It would we'll be see. a time. We'll see how much money I could get. Yeah, somebody said drive Uber, which a lot of somebody did text that in. They, the uh, drive Uber. They had a friend that drove Uber for the last Super Bowl, and that person made uh, several thousand dollars over the course of that weekend. Love that. That is a great idea. Somebody mentioned be a bartender, make a lot of money, but I'm I'm wondering about my. I'm lazy. I don't want to be a bartender. <laughs> I just I'll, want somebody to be able yeah. to live in my house and give me money. Take my house, <laughs> give me money, and make six months of my mortgage payments. That would be amazing. So if you have done Airbnb, if you have rented out your house for Super Bowl or Phoenix Open or, or something, how much money do you, did you make and is it worth it? My question of the morning. You can <laughs> text us at, <laughs> at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, according to the text that we've been receiving here in studio, a lot of y'all are going to be packing up that wagon and rolling out of town when Super Bowl is here in February 2023. I can't really blame them, though, with how many people come to town for Super Bowl. In 2015, when the Super Bowl was here, according to Governor Doug Ducey, there were 120,000 out-of-state visitors, and they brought in $720 million. Uh, to the local economy. That's so much money. A lot of money, a lot of people. Yeah. You know, we got the Super Bowl. We also have the Phoenix Open going on that weekend. So, a lot of techs coming in. As a local, when the Super Bowl's in town, they get on out. Because a lot of people coming in to uh, enjoy the festivities. Yeah, makes absolutely. Sense. It makes yeah. sense. Back in 2015, when I lived up at the Pacific Northwest, I came down here for the Super Bowl. I partook in all the festivities. You two were said tourists. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> and now you're a local. And we actually stayed in Airbnb when we came down here. And um, the question earlier this morning was, as a local, do you rent your house out for big weekends like this? Right. You know, I mean, especially if you're out in Glendale and you got to, you, you can see the stadium from your house. I feel like that is prime location for the people coming to town with big pockets. And you can probably get a decent amount of money for you to rent out your house. You got the pool. You got all that stuff yeah. right next to the stadium. It makes sense. But the text that I'm seeing coming in from folks in Glendale is that they don't rent their house out. Interesting. And it might be something with the city, though. We got a text. Um, oh, where did that one go? Okay, there it is. Text at the 602. I live two miles from the stadium. I thought about renting out my house, but the city of Glendale sent letters out warning of stiff fines for Super Bowl parties and noise complaints. I don't want my 84-inch TV being broken by a drunk. Yeah, that makes sense. But also, Airbnb now has a no-party policy. Yeah. So your house should be protected. But I mean, who's what was it, $6,500 for a, a single Super Bowl ticket? So the, uh, I mean, yeah. we mentioned that earlier this yeah. morning. So the people coming to town have a lot of money. Uh-huh. So even if it's not a party at that house in Glendale, it still is somebody with deep pockets that wants to stay close to the stadium. Right. Because then, you know, it's easy access to and from. I mean, it makes sense to me. So how much how much money have you made on your house by rent to get out if that is something you have done? And the gist of the text, you don't really don't get a lot of money for it. And I and I Aww. had to verify it on my own. I had to go to I went to Airbnb. Uh-huh. I searched for the weekend of February 9th to the 13th, uh, 2023. And it's only like two hundred dollars a night, one sixty nine a night, three twenty nine a night for a uh three twenty nine a night for five bed four bedrooms. In Tempe. What? Total of $1,730. That's not That's worth it. That's not worth it for me to pack up out of, get out of my house, go stay with you for a week. <laughs> That's not worth it. My company is not worth that. No, okay. I was expecting in my head. Thousands. I was expecting thousands. I was expecting for one week of somebody staying in my house to make enough money to pay my mortgage for six months. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was what was in my head. <laughs> but I mean, I get that. Like, in, knowing that a hotel room right now on that weekend, what is left is in the th- like over $1,000 for the one night. You what, should be making more than that. What are the odds that these Airbnb hosts just haven't made the connection yet that the Super Bowl is in town and the oh. Phoenix Open is also in that town that same weekend? Oh, I would say that might be a good possibility. I would say just looking at it, though, I would say like maybe 80% of the hosts don't know and didn't make the connection. It's just an extra stream of income yeah. for them, right? They're just they just kind of like put it up there and they don't fluctuate the pricing like hotels right. do. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm not going to rent out my house. If I'm looking at prices like this, <laughs> it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Not worth it at all. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for having us on this morning. Here's my... Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.